Welcome to another News You Can Use, March 2020, and good morning, Mr. Randy Zimmer. Hey, good morning, Mr. Marshall Lampson. Yeah, we're at the end of the first quarter almost, so pretty exciting to be here already. Time is flying. Um, we have a lot of things on our uh, topics to discuss and a couple of guest speakers as well on our podcast this morning. Uh, but I wanted to start with Monday.com. That's kind of top of mind. Randy, uh, can you talk a little bit about what's going on in the uh, Monday.com? Okay, Marshall. So I have a thank you, a tip, something new, and where to get more details. And I'll do all this in a couple minutes. The thank you is to all you partners that are using Monday.com now to give us um, kind of weekly updates on the postings. Uh, you don't know how much that helps all the regional managers, the inside frontline people, and it's really appreciated. It's uh, really enhancing communication, and I've heard it from several people in the company. Our thank goes out to you. Um, my tip is the organizations that are using a single channel person to kind of manage the Monday.com and then filter it to their salespeople. Uh, to you guys, I would just like to let you know that your partners who are inviting all their sales team in to Monday.com are having an improved success rate with uh, the communications and seeing the opportunities. And along with this tip, look at the app that goes with the um, mobile phone. You download it from the iTunes store. It's Monday.com uh, or the Google store. But basically, when you have this, the sales guys in the field can just, with a click, pull up this board and they can see all the opportunities, maybe add a note, but they don't have to. Just seeing the list and the information and what's going on in the dialogue will greatly enhance them. It's a way improved method of using this tool versus kind of the old way thinking of a single channel person that filters it back to them through emails. And so I know it's hard sometimes to think differently than what we've always done, but the whole network approach allows many people in to see live updates anytime they want it. It's never behind schedule. It's a great way to use this tool. And then something new, Marshall, is the drawings. Drawing approvals will start showing up on Monday.com. It's way better than anything before because now you can instantly live see where the drafter is with it, what his priority order is for the other drawings that he has to do for you, and when you're going to get it back. And then along with any notes or things you want to add to it to make sure everybody's on the right path. And then a history of revision drawings. So you can talk to your frontline person about this, uh, but it eventually come to everybody. And where to find more details? Any guesses? Anybody out there want to guess? Did you say P3? I'm proud of you if you did. Because you're right, if you go to the homepage, there's a link under quick links on the left there. It says help on Monday.com. And if you just click that, you'll see everything I just talked about and all the how-tos. So that's that, Marshall. So we next want to introduce you guys to a new member of our team out in California. Uh, his name's Tony. Tony, I'm only going to let you pronounce your last name. I, I'm not sure I would butcher it or not, but thanks for being with us. Uh, no problem. It's Tony Grijalva, and uh, I'm here on the Leeds team in French Camp, California. So thank you guys for welcoming me. Tell us, uh, Tony, just a little bit about where, where you came from and kind of what your responsibilities are at Polyprocessing real quick. So I have a, an extensive sales and marketing uh, background, a lot of um, telecommunication. So everything to do with inside sales, phone sales, lead uh, conversion and development, lead nurturing, those types of things. We and for polyprocessing company, your role, and I know uh, our folks should, do ex should be expecting to hear from you at some point down the road, but um, kind of maybe talk about your role uh, with poly. 
Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I haven't been in the storage tank, chemical storage tank industry before, but I'm learning everything, you know, from the ground level up. And uh, as this, you know, process, you know, continues to take place, I'll start to, you'll start seeing my name out there. I'll be sending you guys some leads. And, you know, if you ever have any questions on them or anything like that, uh, please feel free to give me a call, send me an email, whatever form of communication works best for you, text message as well. Yeah. And, you know, Marshall, one of the things that um, maybe everybody doesn't appreciate is that when we get a phone call and before we pass a lead on to you, we attempt to also uh, make sure that it is a good lead for you and that it's uh, not a waste of your time. So that's I think we enjoy a reputation of our leads being very golden. And that's because we pre-qualify it and make sure that you're going to be able to sell them something that fits. And then secondly, we try to pepper it with a little bit of value uh, before we send it on to you so that they're already enticed about something. And uh, when we send those leads, Tony, we try to share some of the talking points we've already had, but we keep it at a broad level before we send it on, right? Tony, we appreciate you joining us. Um, again, we're great, uh, really uh, happy to have you on board. Look forward to great things from you and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Well, we are fortunate today to have John Adelano uh, from Lane Engineers. And John and Lane Engineers have been partners with Polyprocessing for many, many, many years. Um, we want to welcome John. Uh, welcome. Thank yeah, you, thank Marshall. You, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Thanks John, for being here. You know, uh, you know you've uh, helped us. Our inside engineering group also works off of many uh, spreadsheets that you've helped us develop for standard calcs. And then sometimes we have to come to you for special calcs, too. And then that's taken a new a new vein, Marshall, as as we've looked at the International Building Code. And we talked about that some on our last podcast. But since we have you with us today, John, we were hoping you could just kind of update our uh, viewing audience out there. Uh, what is new with the latest IBC and what is the schedule that IBC actually gets published on? Where are we at right now with that? Yeah, sure. Um, so the IBC gets published every three years. And uh, so we just hit a new uh, cycle this is on January 1st. And what was different about this cycle is that the reference document that the IBC references, especially for seismic stuff, is called the uh, ASC, ASCE uh, um, provisions, and they don't update those um, every three years. They update theirs every six years now. So with this IBC, uh, we had to update those as well, or that reference as well, and it just um, it took on a whole another facet of, of learning more codes and more regulations with, with according to wind loads and seismic loads, and now they even have tsunami loads in there. John, can you give us just a quick overview of uh, three or four of the updates to the latest specifications or what you think is important for our, our audience? Sure, sure. Um, the, the, the wind loads, um, they've, they've updated the, their wind speed maps and actually a lot of a, um, areas have actually probably gone to a lower wind speed. Uh, we, we kind of over-designed our, our wind loads a little bit on our, our tank restraints, so it won't affect too much of the design, but um, if need be, if we get into a pinch, and we, we can reduce the loads because uh, a lot of the areas are actually seeing a lower wind loads uh, resulting with these new maps. Uh, along with that, the earthquake loads. Um, there's there's the new new maps that they're using for their site specific um, um, hazard analysis for um, the new uh, seismic coefficients, and so you're going to see see um, you're probably going to actually see an increase of the seismic loads because of the way the the maps are are, are done um, the year and some of the code requirements. So, unfortunately, the the forces have gone a little higher on the seismic end. Um, 
And then, like I said, I just kind of mentioned a little briefly, the tsunami loads is something new that's, that hasn't been in the code at, uh, at all before. And it's not part of our typical design. Uh, it's very uh, unique. And um, so if you do have a, a project that's really uh, near the coastline, um, then we need to look at those tsunami loads. So that's something to be aware of. We appreciate you being on today. Um, and uh, just uh, stay safe during this time. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. You guys stay safe too. And I appreciate everything. Working with Paul has been a, a great um, working relationship with you guys. So I appreciate everything well. So thank you for your time today too. Just one reminder, uh, Randy, I forgot to say, uh, we do have a, a tech talk uh, on seismic restraints that we published a few months ago. Um, that's found at all of our your local um, podcast uh, hosts, but it basically is on the seismic restraint system in general. And we thought bringing John on today would just kind of update that on our news you can use in regards to the 2018 IBC. Well, good. Next, we have uh, with us Steve Ireland with uh, Corrosion uh, out of California. Corrosion products, right, Steve? That's correct, Randy. Yeah, and Steve Ireland is not only the owner of the company, but also one of our partners that helps us uh, very much with some of our specialty accessories. And Steve is an innovator. I would call you an innovator, Steve. You've uh, developed some really cool things. And of course, that's led him to be successful in his own business, one of our top partners in the country. And also, we're, we're pleased to have him uh, as a consultant that helps us with our accessories. And one of those that we want to talk about today that you have a, a lot of knowledge and experience with, Steve, are side manways. So thanks for being with us. Absolutely, my pleasure. I'll try to live up to that very generous introduction. <laughs> well, I'm sure everybody will see it right away. So, Steve, why don't we start off by just talking a little bit about side manways? Because, you know, we talk so much about the info, and the info is excellent for um, kind of helping the customer see why they don't have to put any side uh, penetrations in the tank and don't have to get inside the tank for confined space permit entry. So we sell the benefits of the info, and this is one of the things that helps you avoid. But there are a lot of applications where you need a side man away, and sometimes it can actually strengthen the specification for you if that's what the application calls for. In general, Steve, can you tell us a little bit about what you've seen, uh, some of the advantages and things that work well with a side man away? You know, you, you covered it pretty well, Randy. Um, where, where we have been most successful um, is in companies that are handling storing latex materials, um, ad adhesives of just about any type, the paint industry, uh, you know, they get a lot of times they'll get skin, uh, skin on the top of the product that they're storing and that will clog the drain connection if they have a low level in the tank. We've also seen it uh, a lot of use in the asphaltic emulsions industry. Um, Briners are a good example. Anywhere where you have internals that need to be accessed. In the case of briners, for example, um, you know, there's a collection plenum. There are typically screened uh, drainage and screened uh, level sensor connections. And if those, if those screens get damaged for any reason, they start getting gravel or even salt into those connections, there can be a problem. But the the number of applications, it, it seems to be growing uh, from our perspective um, in that people are, are, are interested in a side manway for a number of reasons. Even the, the municipal market where their insurance providers uh, have put higher rates on their account if they have to go through the top manway to perform maintenance. 
going through a side mm -hmm. manway is just a significant advantage. So Steve, we have a, uh, just let everybody know, a blog coming out too here in just a couple of weeks and it's gonna kind of have a lot more information on sideman ways so they can look forward to that. But what I wanna do is switch tracks real quick and kind of okay. share something exciting you've helped us uh, develop. And this is something that would increase uh, specification. Obviously everybody will see it when I say it, but it's uh, something you've been helping us with. And this is a sideman way with uh, a protection for OR1000 where you have to protect the cross section. And so can you speak a little bit about, you know, what this is about? And, you know, this is available if people want to call in and ask. I'll, I'll tell a little bit more about that after you're finished. Well, you know, you, you, you initiated this, uh, this project with us, and I think it's a great idea um, because hypochlorite applications and others where an OR1000 liner is, is used, um, you know, we just in the past, we just haven't had the capability to get into the tank and and perform work like we can with the side manway. So obviously the objective is to isolate the interface between the OR1000 and the cross-linked exterior uh, and, and protect um, that, that uh, configuration. And so what we've done um, is come up with a design that will enable us to install the side manway from the inside to the outside. And it pushes through, it, it, it is attached essentially the same. Um, our backup will be on the exterior of the tank as opposed to the interior. We've isolated the interface. You've got a nice clean 24 inch access to the tank. And that's, um, that's gonna offer a whole new level of maintenance capabilities, inspection, uh, clean outs, and just doing the kinds of things in a poly tank that haven't been possible before on a long-term basis. Not only you know, do we have this high performance capability now, but the, the, the real advantage for us as tank distributors is the fact that we can spec this in and have a tremendous advantage. We, we've seen people, we've seen our competitors walk away from these jobs or quote it without the side manways, which does them absolutely no good. They can claim that this, you know, you shouldn't do that, but at the same time they make that claim and they do. We can point to literally thousands of installations that are successful not a single failure, not a single problem with the tank or the fitting. And it's, um, it's, it's a tremendous advantage to us as tank distributors to have this capability. Well, Steve, we want to thank you for joining us. Always good to talk to you and, and appreciate your time in regards to talking about uh, what's coming up with the new side manways. Well, thank you guys. Appreciate the opportunity. And, uh, you know, it's, it's another arrow in, uh, in our quiver as poly tank distributors and we we appreciate your support uh in 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 these initiatives it's uh, it's been a great partnership and a reminder for those who are interested in our side manway capabilities please contact your poly processing sales team for more information i wanted to direct everybody to our p3 website if you go to p3 our poly processing partner website and go to photos and references under media you'll find some new updated competitor photos uh, for your viewing pleasure, or you can download them as well. Um, secondly, uh, just as a reminder of our blogs that have come out in the last couple weeks, 
Uh, as of today, we have the 2018 International Building Code uh, is now in effect. Are you prepared? Um, blog, protecting your polyethylene tank from UV exposure and damage and the hidden cost of replacing your polyethylene tank. One other thing I wanted to mention is on our polyprocessing website, if you go there and under <clears throat> resources of video, uh, the third item down is called downloadable resource guides. I call them ebooks, but we're calling them resource guides on the website. And those are full length uh, ebooks in regards to really six topics right now. Well, that does it for another news you can use, March 2020. Uh, Randy, any parting thoughts? Yeah, you know, some of that was a little bit geeky, Marshall, but I think people kind of learned a few things. And if you want to hear it more or kind of read it more in detail, just remember P3, we kind of put back up for all this uh, right there. Just type it in the search box and I uh, think it'll take you to what you need. Thanks for joining us.